Yo, 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 what it do, what it do, it is your boy, Larry the Wavy Fellow, here to tell your chick hello. Hello. And I am back with another episode, and guess who I got on the show today? It's your boy, Chris Envious, in the place. And guess what we're going to be talking about today? The, the love... Of music, we're gonna talk about. <laughs> we're gonna talk about how music, you know, just you know, get us through our day, and how music impacts us in a positive way. And I'm gonna just go ahead and let my boy Chris just introduce himself a little bit more to the audience of the Way Talk Podcast. Uh, how y'all doing? So, my name's Chris Envy. Uh, just put out an EP back in March called Garden of Envy. Uh, it's on all platforms. Go check it out. I am a, I am a, what's the proper term? Renaissance man of sorts. I am rapper, 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 writer, singer. Uh, I would say, or what's a good word? Not producer. Uh, I like to uh, Quincy Jones it every now and then. Like when friends uh, helping them. With his songs, I just be like, tap him, have more arrangements and yeah, like it's like you got You want to be in front of the camera and behind the camera at the same time. Okay, that's that. Like once you know, once you make know how to like make your art, mm-hmm. and then you find out how to effectively produce it, how to layer it, how to promote it, what certain things go with what's popping like just certain people mindset knowing your uh demographic mm-hmm. and it's just you get to you get a uh, both sides of the coin okay. so that okay. gives makes you pretty much a very dangerous person okay okay and um for like for some people that don't understand and for those that's just coming in and tapping in how you doing hello this is the we talk podcast, but to backtrack to what you were saying, basically you're more like a more like a of a person that's just have an eye of music, even if you're creating it or not. Overall, you're able to help people, you know, be like yo, yo, maybe if you just add this, it might you might make the whole yeah, song go. Because it's like being. I was in chorus pretty much from middle school to high school. Okay, okay. And from when I got in high school, that's when I started doing theater as well. Okay. So being in chorus and being in theater and dealing with musicals and uh, shows of that nature, mm-hmm. like you hear, you hear uh, certain parts in songs that make you like feel like overjoyed like get like feel amped Mm. because it's like a it's a build up it's a nice accent just a subtle ooh and a ah and (laughs) just a bunch of crescendos harmonies and all that that just come up into making us make a song come to life okay okay. because especially like theater that's that they have it has a whole new uh, layer to it too because Mm -hmm. it's going with the story when you listen to, when you're watching a story and then it breaks out into a song about the story of what's going on, it makes 
the song a lot stronger. It makes the song more heartfelt. You get into it because you know the characters, you know the things that are going on, and you can apply it to yourself mm-hmm. by still knowing that this is like a artistic expression of either a wider subject mm-hmm. of real world or just uh, cool way to escape and get your mind off things. It takes you places. It opens your eye to other possibilities so you like actually put yourself in someone else's shoes. Listen to what they have to say. It's like you can find a better way to say that in a way that people can uh, pay attention. Like just keep their head ringing like Drake said. Just keep their head ringing. <laughs> yeah. And it's just that uh, that just that flow that flavor that uh that just mm, that I always liked and I always that like, rhythm yeah and that's why I can listen to any any genre and like it because I'll yeah, I'll hear something that just makes an emotion mm-hmm. more broad okay. you see it in a different avenue like you you know a bunch of words but it's like once you hear the certain song from this certain group that word pops up like that's what that is that's it's uh jubilant that's uh fucking say like outcast yes oh yeah listen to outcast yeah. uh i fuck with andre um i listen to cuddy okay kanye okay kendrick jaco Childish gambino is my overall favorite because the internet is a fucking masterpiece, man. <clears throat> I, I still listen to this day. Uh, I agree, man. I agree. That's those are my niggas. Um, let's see. Fuck with Eminem. Okay. Uh, I heard you mentioned Travis Scott. Travis Scott. Um, I like his energy. I saw him perform at a Shag Fest back in 2015. Mm-hmm. This is when an antidote was popping. Yeah, And yeah, yeah. this dude, he just has that rock star-like energy. That I always liked that because before I got into hip-hop, I was into rock and, like, pop music. So I was writing songs because I wanted to make a band. So mm-hmm. I made, like... I made technically three bands. We never <laughs> had one practice. We just said, hey... Let's be a band. You'll be the drummer. You'll be the guitar <laughs> player. I'll be the lead singer. It was like, yeah, let's do it. And I just started writing songs. Like, I wrote a whole album in a high school. It was called Breakout. There mm-hmm. were seven songs on it. And I just, like, made the um, album cover in a Windows mm-hmm. on a Microsoft Word. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, just like making this whole little story behind it, so it was like, what's one of the songs? Like, cause I would, I would only show certain people the songs just so like they could like see and tell me like what they think, and they would always tell me like it's really good, like like it's great. It's like I would go for people who at first listen that sort of thing, and then when I was feeling confident, I would branch out into the um, other genres like R and B, gospel, hip hop, um, indie. Mm-hmm. I like always like indie and alternative. Green Day is my favorite band. Okay. Um, second by Linkin Park. I like the sounds that um, this. A lot of British um, bands like 
Arctic Monkeys. Mm. They have a very eerie, uh, calming, chill sound that makes life. It's like it's like background music. You know those the songs that you hear in uh, movies and TV shows yeah. during either a dramatic reveal, uh, entrance, or a action scene. Yeah. And you know those songs <laughs> make that scene even more. Because mm-hmm. uh, let's see, what's a what's a good example? Um, I'm watching my bad attention. You when you when I think of that song, I think of that scene in Kick Ass Two, when Hit Girl was fucking niggas up. Man, what that shit is great. And now I know exactly what song you're talking about now. Yeah. Oh God, I know the know the name of it too. It's just it it comes blank. But like those certain songs, especially when you put them into action mm-hmm. it makes the song pop out more it makes the scene pop out more and you just can't picture going through life without hearing that because mm-hmm. it's just like it makes it so much better so when I'm walking down the street with my headphones in my ear and I'm feeling like I might I feel like I'm in a teen like a uh, scene from Teen Wolf so <laughs> I'm gonna play uh, two Doors Down Yeah uh, What's it called Two Doors Down Cinema Club What I Want to Know Okay okay. Because it has that Walkabout Type Feel With that This is the main character Something interesting Is about to happen <laughs> uh, It's type vibe And it's just like that. I go with that With every single song Especially like Everything that Uh Whatever I just try to start writing a project or anything. Yeah, man. Um, I was just about to ask that. How do you like prepare for like creating music or you know just like when you're just trying to write and how do you prepare? Like, what is like your routine? Don't get too deep into it, like to reveal like some of your you know secrets, but like just something like a broad thing that you do. It's it's different each time, but it's. It's uh, it's also not. Okay. I so whenever I start a new project, it's always after something I've done. So it's kind of like in the after that project, whatever it is, if it's like a a play I was in mm-hmm. or a album that I put out or something that I was working with with a friend um, that I had a big part in, I would take time to reflect and just be like okay that was good now what's next (laughs) and I'm like what do I want to what I want this next chapter to be about what kind of feeling do I want when I the first project that I put out was my first ever full art project was called Train of Thought I put that out in 2015 when I after I graduated this was very, very early, <laughs> very um, terrible uh, pr- producer. We just <laughs> recorded saying whatever. Like we, just, we, I just wanted to get it done, so I didn't really uh, put that much. Like I, I, I did, mm-hmm. but of course, like it's the first time, so it's not always going to be the best. But um, 
what I did was I would just listen to a bunch of beats mm-hmm. and just start piling them up, see what uh see what sticks. And I would uh listen to some songs that I would that would like describe the emotion I was feeling to help me uh get in a better mood. And then I would notice I start listening to around a lot of the same songs a lot. So I would use those as like a layering point for what I want to make the album about. So my first project that was about me just uh, expressing myself, just trying to like just pinpoint what I want to do. I was doing a bunch of different uh, sounds. Like the, o- the opening track was like a Jimi Hendrix, uh, early Kanye, mm-hmm. happy Pharrell type okay. thing. Then I went straight into. Um, just talking like, hey guys, your name's Chris. Thanks for checking out the um, album. You call the album mixtape, haha, but it's an album. <laughs> and then I just like go on some very uh, just expressive shit, talking about uh, how I wanted to make a good song. I don't really think that everything I write, I'd be fucking with. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like I couldn't find a I couldn't find a hook to it. Okay. The bars I wrote, like, I wrote that within 20 minutes. That's the first time I ever wrote a song like that. It just came organically. And I couldn't find a hook to it. But I was like, you know what song goes to this? Kid Cudi's soundtrack to my life. So I used that hook, and it fits perfectly. And that all came out, and it took me, I guess, three years to come up with a, another one because I was just taking time off. I was doing a lot of uh soul search and everything okay because uh so when i started working on garden of envy my current uh project that i just put out checking it out right now on all platforms garden of envy (laughs) it's really nice it's only five songs you you got time for five songs (laughs) um i was into the whole two sides of a personality like my in my IG name Two Sides of Sanity I had that up for like years and I always like knew I wanted to do something with it like play along with it so I was originally gonna make an album called Sides of Sanity SOS but then I was like I shouldn't do an album first I need since I'm reinventing myself mm-hmm. I need to you know start so Garden of Envy was a in the music, in a musical term, it's a hybrid of my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, because of the internet, with a little bit of cinematic. Tarantino likes cinematic. Mm, okay. I would say, yeah, because like, he's one of my favorite directors. But that's way we. That's way we. So, like, the first song on it, Welcome to My Garden, is the introduction. Welcome to My Garden, the Garden of Envy. I am Chris Envy. It plays well so much. I play around with a lot of the titles or a lot of the, um, everything goes together. It's all synced. So, it's gonna, I like, like, it's like leaving little Easter eggs in your, in your own songs and everything you do. So, it's like, oh shit, that makes sense and all that. Uh, Welcome to My Garden, that one is pretty much just like a very orchestratic uh, 
hip hop, uh, just fever trip. Because mm. I wrote that while I was coming down off of acid. Fun fact. <laughs> In just 20 minutes. I had to be four months. And I just wrote it coming off of acid. And it was amazing. Mm, <laughs> Second song that I wanted to come. Since I started very uh, musically mm-hmm. on the first track. I was like, all right, so let's dive into something more, something that will uh, keep the people's attention. So I got the attention with Welcome to My Garden, so I need something that's going to keep it. Mm-hmm. I dropped this shit called Whole Foods. Mm. Whole Foods is a very, uh, I knew people, I knew that was going to like, because it's, it's more modern, it's more like commercial, it's more uh, not poppy, it's got that just that, Base and that oomph with it, yeah. yeah. And it's just like it's all about adding something that flows and catches people's ears real quick and still express myself. I wanted to be a little ignorant on it, so I was like, "So much juice, pussy organic is from Whole Foods, cotton sheets with the scented perfume." Hey, I don't need no suckers, you my go-to. They really wanna hate, but there's no use. Like, shit like that. Yeah. Just go ahead and have my boy uh, Ray. Shout out to Raymond Jazz. Hollywood Cemetery also on all platforms. Check that out. Dude's amazing. Fucking genius. And uh, he, he was on that with me. Mm-hmm. And so after that, we went we went high, and then we shot it up with... Uh, Whole Foods, and so now we're since it's only five songs, you gotta have those shits short and sweet. Since I got you high, now I want to catch you off guard. Mm-hmm. Hit you with selfish. That's like a ballad. That was more of a people. People for some reason people say I sound like Rod Wave on that song. I don't hear it. <laughs> I don't hear it honestly. <laughs> I think it's just because we both big black and sing. <laughs> oh, no, that's God, messed up. Come on, man. You know who you are. What uh Oh, no. <laughs> but I just... It was, that one is a slower song, and it's more... Weekend meets Drake meets... Gambino. Mm. So... That one was a song about this uh, girl that I was uh, involved with, and it just kind of wasn't the best situation. Like, mm. I felt very uh, isolated. Like, I was still, because I was still going through my whole uh, loner phase, trying to get back out there, but I was just very much in my head, and I didn't feel like... Uh, like we, I, I just, I just always attracted uh, damage type people. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing because I'm damaged too. It's just like I guess my pain always just attracted people pain. It's like I'm so easy to get along with, and I'm just, I'm so, I can find the good in almost anybody. So it's just about connecting with you, and it's all good. But then I'm on a, like my mind's on a quick pace, so I'm everything that's going on. I'm taking a note and I'm saying, all right, how to improve on this, how to stop having this type of feeling, how to stop thinking this way. And it's so much easier when you're looking at 
someone who's on a higher like need for reassurance than you. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like I can see what's wrong with you and see what's wrong with me. The way I help you is by helping myself. So helping myself and then trying to help her who clearly needed more than just my help. I didn't really feel like we were like saying everything he said, especially me because I just held my tongue so much. So I just ran. Can't do that, man. Can't do that. Shit sucks. You gotta speak uh, up, man. Look, speak up, everybody. Speak up. Don't let that shit go on for too long. Communication is key, people. Communication is key. And I didn't mean to cut you off because um, you're explaining your own album. In each song, each song, and I'm hearing like a lot of like influenced people in the sound, like people that you are influenced by, and I just want people to know that he's actually telling you all who he is influenced by as he's breaking down his songs. So now I guess he's on now. Not I guess he's on the ending part of his third song, going into his fourth song. Yeah, that that was a great explanation. I like that. That was pretty. I like that. (laughs) So after that, self selfish. I entitled it selfish because she would call me selfish at one point because she felt that I wasn't like being there for. I wasn't sticking up for. I that's all I was doing. It just Mm -hmm. didn't seem like that to her. So I was like, it was ironic because I was the most selfless person. So I was like, okay, I'm selfish. I'm sorry that I just want to, you know, make myself feel better by doing what makes me feel good. Okay. So you get blamed for it. So, you know, it's whatever. But I wrote wrote about just plaguing all that, just throwing all that away because at the end of it, I was like, hell my son, but no more like the love I had. love I had is still there, mm-hmm. but it's not strong. Yeah, yeah. Had yeah. to hold my tongue. Now I let go, cause back then, girl, I just felt so lonely. I felt lonely while we were on the phone. We would be the only people in the room, and you feel by yourself. That's a, it's a feeling that you that you shouldn't have with someone who you think is a very important person. So that was uh, that was the main thing. And so after that, we go into Nobody Knows, the fourth song. That was the last song that was added to the EP. It's a rock song. That is a... That was definitely a Kid Cudi and Queen Mm. and Linkin Park influenced uh, song. I incorporated uh, intro and outro from Teen Wolf. A very, a very, um, one of my favorite scenes when Styles was explaining his, uh, his anxiety after everything was going on, and yeah. it ends with a very uh, good quote that I like: uh, "If you're going through hell, keep going." So nobody knows. This is just basically me talking about me currently and the whole. Um, I feel like. I can see things. I can see how a situation is gonna play out before it does, just by reading the people, the mood, and everything, like the past, present, all that. And uh, fuck. And then after that, go into something more. 
Keep going, bro. <laughs> Something more, um, fucking slow. Slow, but yet steady. And it's, um, just pretty much talking about how people see me for how I was after I've clearly moved on and is working on something better and bigger than what I was. So you need to stop seeing me for who I was and see me for who I am because I'm trying to tell you that I'm not doing that anymore and I'm not doing that, but you just keep bringing it up and it's like, uh, nah, bro, I'm not that guy. I'm a nobody but nobody, someone that nobody knows. And now everybody's going to know. So ends on that stretch feeling very very positive myself like fuck what anybody else thinks uh i'm gonna get this regardless because i'm true to myself i know who i am i know what i want to do and at the end of the day there's all i'm always around people with that same drive who know what they want who know how to get it if any means necessary. No, it's not going to be pressed, polished, and clean every single time. But if it has that drive, it has that work ethic, if it has that feel, then you know that you can't deny its realness. And like you could be going to get up against one of the top rappers on campus, but and, they, and the school could probably pick that he's the winner or she's the winner. But the people will say something different because... That's always the dynamic. The people usually gravitate towards what's... Yeah, popularity. But you know who you're really writing for. And you know that this is something that will touch someone in time. Because it's something that you don't want to hear right now. Because it is the truth. So you later listen to it and you're like, Oh shit, might have been on to something. And then... Because, like, that's how it was with the fucking Michael. Michael Jackson, bro. That's my one of my number ones. And it's just everything. You could definitely, you, of course, separate the man from the artist. But he was just a monster, especially when he got on the stage. So, like, that's how I wanted to just come about, like, undeniable. And But there was always still that doubt. There was always still that uh, feeling in the back of my head that, uh, voice saying what if bro like I don't know like what if you're not like gonna be like that what if you're really not that dude but then like you gotta stop arguing with that person you gotta take control use it as motivation use it as motivation like use all that negative negativity as fuel Mm -hmm. so duality the last song was me talking to myself and myself talking back and us coming to an understanding that we both need each other, mm-hmm. that you need a balance to make it forward. You need that that positive, that, that, um, that hope mm-hmm. to keep everything going and remember where you are. And you need that, that grittiness, that tenacity, that assholeness to get you where you need to go right now. So it's kind of like, because of the hook, I was like, I promised you my heart, and now you want my soul. Mm-hmm. Prince Charming in the Dark, but so Quasimodo. Mm. So it's like, you, in the, in the dark, I'm just, you know, like, I'm this, I'm this pretty uh, 
well versed um everything you want to be um everything that they want to be at night but it's really dirty it's really nasty out here. it's really fucking different than quasimodo but quasimodo was misunderstood mm-hmm. quasimodo was the hero of the story mm-hmm. so is it really the is he really the villain is he really the hero because even in the verse i was like um thought a cold feet got my soul chilling mm-hmm. or could it be because i'm the hero and the villain so it's just like knowing that and just keeping keeping 100 with who you are hey man look for those for those that won't paying attention, man, I feel bad because now we have reached the ending part of our show. And you already know with the boy Larry, we hit you with a wavy tip. And, and we're going to go ahead and just hit you with a wavy tip as we go ahead and just end our show due to the time we have left. So, hey, look, man, just know you love music. If you are into music, don't quit. Don't give up. You're going to have your downfalls. You're going to have your hardships. But just know if you work hard enough, you will reach that end point, that goal point that you want to be at. And for some people, it's fame and some people, it's just recognition. So just know you're going to re- get get to that point. Just work hard. Don't lose yourself. Watch what you ask for. So watch what you ask for. Make sure you are specific and make sure that you know that you're surrounded by a good team because not everyone's going to be there forever, but the people who are there, they're going to push push you even higher. And look, it's your boy Larry, the way we fellow, here to tell you to hello. And over here, we create the way we don't drown. Peace. Welcome to my garden. Don't feel discarded. This right here's a party, a party. Welcome to my garden, don't feel discarded This right here's a party, a party It's me and it's you, but you're feeling started This right here's a party, a It's me and it's you, you're feeling started Ain't no snakes in my garden I'm a beast boy, but I feel like raving Cause I can see y'all into the future Deja vu, hit me hard at the pavement When I felt bass first, hit me like skirt, skirt. Tears in my eyes and blood on my laces Knew this was gonna be one for the ages If you got a problem, go ahead and say it Cause I'm like, what's the problem? Ass so fat when she walked by and she alone